Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains. That's me, and this is my podcast. Today's episode is really special because it features one of my favorite people. And of course, every guest that I have is an amazing person. And I am super grateful and super blessed to just know so many dope ass people. And I know that says a lot about who I am and what I stand for and what I represent that I continue to be connected to and attract so many amazing, creative, loving, blessed, abundant, funny, intelligent human beings. And today's guest is one of those people that I've actually had the privilege of being connected to for as long as I can remember because she my cousin. She my cousin. And I have known her to be one of the most talented vocalists, singer-songwriters that I've ever known in my entire life. She has offered her gift to our family at family gatherings, kickbacks, parties, barbecues, and more recently she offered her voice in song and tribute to my grandmother who passed at the end of last year. And when I tell you that this woman, this this human being has a voice that has been gifted to her with angelic power behind it she has the ability to bring your heart joy and also bring your heart to tears depending on what she's singing about and she has had a journey and a half starting off at 16 17 years old in spaces with some very well-known r&b and pop singers and recently one of the people that she recorded with back in the day kind of made a little bit of a comeback and it's just the timing of everything is just so wonderful how things happen that her life has really come full circle and I feel so blessed to know her and to have the privilege of being a compassionate witness to her journey as it continues. Her journey is unique, her journey is beautiful Her journey is that of a true artist who is committed to her craft. And I'm just grateful to be able to give you a little taste of the kind of things that we talk about when we get together. So I invite you to get comfortable, take a couple of long, deep cleansing breaths and get ready to listen to another conversation, this time featuring the one and only Aaron. Hello. Hello there. How hey, are you? Girl. <laughs> I'm doing good, cuz. How you good. doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm so excited. You are in the what I call the VIP category of guests because hey, you know, well, for one, because you're family. That's and right. you are actually oh, you're the second guest that I've had on this family. Karma was on. With okay. me a couple weeks ago. Um, I just talk- saw that. Did I'm you see that? One? Check that out. Okay, yeah. yeah, she was on that one. That was like a special occasion, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm gonna. I have a couple questions for you, okay. and okay. Um, we're gonna dive into some questions. So okay. um, the first question I have for you is related to your passion of music. Okay, how do you? 
pour into or dedicate time and energy and effort into your passion? What does that look like for you? What I, what I do um, is every week I make it a point to, to dedicate a little bit of time, uh, whether it's, you know, when the house settles down, because I have a daughter, you know, she's 11. So when, when she's kind of winding down, I might take a little time to myself, put the headphones on, try and just vibe to like I have all these like tracks saved on YouTube or some of my producer friends and you know just try and sit and come up with ideas and just I I sometimes have to force myself into it like literally make the time because I don't like for a week to go by without me dedicating a little bit of my time to my music because life gets in the way, as we know, you uh-huh. know it's always something, right? Uh-huh. So it's like over the years, I've, I've made it a point to, to dive in, whether it would be schedule a session with somebody or I have a lot of producers that I work with. So I have tracks kind of like on hand and um, just, you know, I just try and spend a little time on writing, uh-huh. a, a little time on recording of my best friend has a studio in her place. So Uh it's really, it's really about making the time uh, for your passion. Cause the more you do it, the better you are. I've been doing it for now, 18 years Mm -hmm. writing and recording. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a master at my craft. I Uh I gotta say that, but I still have much to learn. So, um, you know, just always being a student, always trying to get the creative energy and creative juices flowing. And I just make the time, you know, my daughter is older now, so it's easier on me mm-hmm. uh, to to actually, you know, lock myself in a room and, mm-hmm. you know, and dedicate some time to it or go out to the studio and record something and create. I also, you know, I haven't done it lately, but used to go to a lot of open mics and, you know, just, just to, to be around it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So for those who don't know, what type of artist are you? Like, what do you, what do you do in music? I would be considered an R&B artist. Okay. The music is the music that I'm on now. Cause you know, as artists, it changes. So mm-hmm. throughout the years, I started off a long time ago, just doing just, you know, what everyone knows of art is R&B. So Uh um, at the time I was, I was young, I was out in New York and then I was able to get on a song with Life Jennings called Hypothetically. And that was on his first album. I think it was his prison number, but it was Life Jennings first album. Anyways, that's my kind of like claim to fame song. And, you know, since then, so that all went well, a little bit of politicking going on (laughs) in that, uh, you know, some regular industry stuff Mm -hmm. went down, but you know, it's all good. You know, I've had so many wins and I've had a lot of L's, but it's Mm -hmm. all G. But since then, my music has changed. It's changed a lot. It's went through different phases. Of course, with the times you, you start, you know, sounding like Rihanna. Then you start going, damn it, I sound like Rihanna. I don't like that. I want to try something. (laughs) You know, so now I've evolved into a place where the music is like kind of mystical. Mm. And it's, um, it's, it's, 
like an ode to Sade with with the same familiar like R&B kind of drums. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really open. It's it's some some of them are similar to like a Drake beat, but mm. then I have these very open melodies where I'm not. It's not about rap singing, which I'm tired of. <laughs> it's, it's more about really actually using my voice and yay, I like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like singers who actually sing. What a what right. a concept! You know what I Isn't mean? Isn't that wonderful? It's yes. no, it's nice when you hear that. <laughs> it really is, and I like that you said. I like that you touched on the fact that as an artist that Mm -hmm. you have gone through different phases of evolution as far as your music is concerned from, you know, 18 years ago, you know, to present day where you as an artist start to recognize, am I starting to sound like XYZ because that is the sound that is selling or am Mm -hmm. I staying true to my own unique voice and my own unique style regardless of whether or not it's quote unquote popular or pop music right now you know exactly and and I think that's when as an artist you begin to find your magic Mm. and that's with any art Mm -hmm. it's when you when you go against the grain and you do something that's that feels good to you and that's true to you and you know you're going to not please everyone with it right but that's totally okay with me because I've been trying to please people with my music for years and then mm-hmm. people say that they want this and then I give them that and then they go oh, you know what actually now this is what's hot you know I started as an artist and then and then went through some trials and tribulations with that as as everyone does but um, then I started diving more into my pen and writing for other artists mm-hmm. and then that was quite frustrating you know it was like it was a tough thing that's a tough game because you know you're dealing with labels and what they think they want and they really don't know what they want until somebody else validates it or mm-hmm. they get on they get someone else that's popular to get on the song. So, you know, I went, I went through a lot of writing for Sierra. I went, I went through writing for Ashanti. I, I wrote for a lot of people. I've done a lot of movies and I spent a lot of years in the, uh, not really focusing on my artistry and more Mm -hmm. so focusing on writing for others. And, you know, it isn't until the, the recent, uh, the last couple years mm-hmm. that I decided, you know what, I need to get back to my own music, the music that's authentic to me mm-hmm. and stop worrying about, you know, what's on the roster to shop songs to, because it's just, it's, it's really a tough thing. You know, yeah. I just found myself all over the place trying to keep up with the times and, you know, it's fine. But eventually I just got to this place where I'm like, Aaron, you just need to make the music that you want to make and with who you want to make it with. And you don't mm-hmm. need to be hearing about what they want. You know? Right. Right. No. And that, that's, that makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting because um, just last night, actually, I was at a friend's house um, who is a singer songwriter as well. She's a guitar, she's a guitarist, singer songwriter. And we had 
a very similar conversation about how, you know, when she was writing for other artists, like you said, selling songs and doing that kind of thing, that there was, you know, benefit to that because, you know, you get bills paid or you get a writer's credit or whatever, but eventually you get to the point where you're like, I want to write songs for me. I want to create for me. I want my voice to be heard. I want my style to be seen. And, Mm -hmm. um, she actually is in the process of, of starting a creative, you know, collective of, of sorts of a bunch right. of different independent artists. It's, um, it's just, it's a group of, it's a growing group, I should say, of, okay. of artists of varying kinds from hip hop to R&B to soul to alternative right. to everything in between. And what's really beautiful, I think that's happening for creatives in general, is mm-hmm. that we are starting to recognize that the time that we live in today is much different than it was in the 90s where mm-hmm. the only way that you could record is if you went to a XYZ studio and you paid. And you had a label. And, and you, you had, had a label. label. Right. And that was the only way that you could get your music distributed. Whereas mm-hmm. the time we live in today mm-hmm. with the invent of SoundCloud and Spotify right. and all these things, even like with this podcast, like I don't mm-hmm. need anybody else but me to mm-hmm. be able to produce something That's that... Me creators are starting to find each other, it's which I freedom. think is really beautiful. Yes, yes. there's freedom that, that we freedom. didn't have before. That's right. You know? It's beautiful. It's yeah, wonderful. It really, really is. So what would you say are um, some of your biggest challenges that you face right now as a creative? Like, what, what would you say are some of your biggest, the biggest things that you're struggling with or overcoming, I should say? Um, number one, and this has always been, has been financially. Mm. Um, that is that's the toughest thing because if you're not working a nine to five Mm -hmm. and you're out here dream chasing boy it's hard out here in the city (laughs) 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 it's tough so you know I mean right now I've been blessed with a situation where I'm working three days a week Mm -hmm. um, and then the rest of the time is being dedicated to to my music and my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's wonderful, but it's been, it's been quite some time since I even had that. So that's been tough because I, I did go through the, the nine to five, 40 hours a week situation and I could only do it for three years. It just, it just ain't me. I'm sorry. Right. I just, I, I can't argue with you. About mm-hmm. me being five minutes late. It's not in my nature. I'm going to be late. All right? <laughs> it's going to be five minutes on me. I, and, and, and if we're in a meeting for the fifth time, I'm sorry. So I can only do it for three years. So that's one of my challenges is, is mm-hmm. trying to be financially okay. I don't need mm-hmm. to be balling. I don't mm-hmm. need to be shopping every two weeks, but I just need to be okay. So it's hard for artists and creatives, and that is my biggest struggle. Um, The second struggle um, is getting in my own way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that um, as creatives and as artists, we're often so critical of of ourselves. Um, So as I'm creating this sound of mine... um, and I get, like I mentioned before, I get tracks in, um, but sometimes I don't attack the track because I'm, I'm mm. overly critical. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really sound like my vibe instead mm-hmm. of like 
maybe sticking it out and then trying to maybe create my vibe on that and like mm-hmm. make it work in a sense. Um, another, I guess I just would say I need to push myself more at times mm-hmm. to, um, and, and not be the one that's holding up my progress. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's good. No, that's real. That's real. And I think you're, I think those two, you know, challenges that you're overcoming because mm-hmm. I am no longer claiming struggle that you're overcoming yes. mm-hmm. are very common for practically every creative that I know um, right. and myself right. included is that there are those of us, cause I'm like you, I tried the plantation. I mean, I'm sorry, the nine to five. Uh, <laughs> no, you said it right the first time. <laughs> I tried the plantation and I tried it for a very long time. And I've, I've tried yeah. various different plantations over, yeah. you know, the course of like 15, 20 years. And mm-hmm. I discovered the same thing that, you know, I, um, I never had an issue necessarily with time because I'm mm-hmm. kind of like a, a, you know, a, a warrior when it comes to time because Good. it's the only thing that we don't get more of. And yeah. so, um, so yeah. I realized that my biggest challenge was really from like an operational standpoint, like, do I really need to be in this building for eight hours to be able to do this job? <laughs> because I'm quite certain that yeah. 75% of what I'm doing is being done either over the phone or on a computer. Right. And last I checked, um, the internet is everywhere. So you're, you're, you're why don't I don't need to be in this building? So because for me you need to be watched. Exactly. Exactly. Because they need to watch you so that they can make sure that you're being productive. But wait a minute, I'm grown and Mm -hmm. you you should trust me, man, because when I do this job, I'm going to give you 150 percent like I'm going to give it up to you. I'm going to make sure that all the the I's are dotted Mm -hmm. and all the T's are crossed. And that's going to be extra time. So, you know, we can nitpick, but I don't really need to be watched. I'm independent worker. Exactly. See, they don't understand that. They, they got to look at you all day. Well, and you know, the interesting thing is I've, I've gone through a couple different types of like trainings and coachings and seminars and read a bajillion books and all these kind of things about okay. what a real wealthy minded person looks like and how they operate. And believe okay. it or not, the practice of micromanaging, which is essentially what we're describing here, is yeah. coming from a very broke and scarce-driven mindset because yes, yes. reality says that I can be paid for my results, not yes. for my time. If huh. you want XYZ project completed by XYZ date, whether I do it the night before <laughs> or That's four right. days early, as long as you get it done by that date, leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Thank I got you. It. I don't I need you on my this. shoulders. I got this. And... <laughs> Because I know that, you know, the result is what they're really looking for. So when it comes to creative work, it's Uh like if you need a song or a track completed by XYZ date, I'm going to handle it. But what can be difficult for Mm -hmm. creatives is what I find in speaking to a couple of different creatives, even just in the past couple of weeks, is the accountability piece, is the piece that says, okay, Aaron, so where are we on this track and how are we doing today? And did you put in your X, Y, Z hours this week? And I think that's what is so important Mm -hmm. about surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. other creatives that have strengths Mm -hmm. in different areas. You know, like Mm -hmm. I know, 
I'm a creative. I also have strengths when it comes to organization and scheduling uh-huh. and planning. And those are things that I do well. So I what I that. find, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I find is when I get to work with other creatives that are like, you know, those of you who are singers and songwriters that are out in the ethers, just hearing a bird chirp and it turns into a melody. I don't have that <laughs> skill, um, but I can make sure you're on time. You know, that's right. I can run that schedule. I can yeah. run that schedule. I can, I can set up your website, you know, so that's I think right. that finding each other and collaborating is really important. So my next yeah. question for you is, have you found, um, have you found it easy to collaborate with other artists or have you found it challenging or what does that look like for you so far? Um, you know what? I found it, uh, super easy to collaborate with other people. Um, I think that speaks to my personality. I'm very mm-hmm. much so, I mean, I was all around cool in high school. So <laughs> it was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm that girl that's like coming in the room, introducing myself, having a full conversation with a stranger. So mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to connecting with other artists, um, even when people are um, hesitant, you know, when their personality is a little bit more closed than mine, mm-hmm. I eventually am going to win that person. Over. <laughs> so I, I really don't have challenges with that. Um, okay. It's just about me putting myself out there, uh, which I, you know, it was funny. Me and my best friend were just talking about how as artists, you know, you can't be like a hermit. You have mm-hmm. to be, yes. you have to put yourself in places with other creative people. So that does mean that you have to go out more. It mm-hmm. means that you have to make a point to go out and connect with other creative energy. So, you know, you know, we've all gotten to the place where we're like, eh, we're over it going out. But I was just talking with my bestie about this. I'm like, you know, we've got to try and at least hit up a few of these networking events because it it's not, you know, we all know this and it's cliche, but it's not, you know, what you know is who you know in this business and in all businesses. Right. So- well, right. And not only that, too, is that I think that going out for the purpose of networking and connecting, it looks a lot different than like going mm-hmm. out to go out, you yeah, know, like even it like does. the, you know, the, the friends I was mentioning earlier, like they do this little thing and it's just at their, it's somebody's home right. once a month. And it's like right. creative Thursday is what they call it. And folks That's bring me. their instruments, they bring their beats, they bring whatever. Oh, wow. And it's really just more like a, like a, a jam pow-wow. session. It's a powwow. Yeah. Exactly. But what happens in spaces like that, energetically speaking, is that those little creative lights start to go off and little ideas start to pop off and people leave spaces like that and they go back to their little cave or their right. their laboratory or their studio and they create like some <laughs> amazing stuff and they're inspired. Because yeah. what happens is that when we go, when we go inside and we stay inside and we become isolated we're mm-hmm. recycling that energy and we, it doesn't go anywhere. Like we need some newness. We need some, like some fresh yes. air to breathe onto it. And I think that's yeah. the case for any creatives, whether you're a photographer, if you just yeah. keep taking pictures of the same block, you're going <laughs> to lose your inspiration. Eventually you got to go right. turn left or turn right and end up somewhere else for a writer. And we we you feed know. off of each other. We do. You know? We feed yeah. off of each it's other. It's important you get around others that are creative because 
our energy feeds off of other energy, man. And you get an idea off of something someone said. I, yes. I can't tell you how many songs I've written because of what someone else was telling me. Yes. Because I, you know, it's like, wow, I haven't been there, but I can feel for that situation. And wow, look what she was saying. You know, I've, I've made whole songs about that. And, 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 you know, it's important. It's just important. So I know I have to do a better job of getting out and about because I'm like a club, a, a, a what? A uh-huh. club? Right, Uh-oh. right. And if you think about it, you know, when with this, I think that there's like a movement, you know, happening right now in the creative world as far as in, independence and freedom is concerned. Because I right. think that yes, every every musician, even even including like Seth, my son, like even including mm-hmm. him, like the projects that he's working on and he's uh-huh. getting ready to do something with Complex and they're working yeah. on this and working on that. And Go even ahead, with their mentality of like, no, 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 we want to do it. We want to do it. We want to produce mm-hmm. our beats. We want to write our songs. We want to, you know, because... There's no shortage of artists that are very qualified and very skilled. And I think that sometimes what happens is that you get to a point financially where you're like, uh, I would like a sign-in bonus, though, would be nice. (laughs) I I wouldn't be mad if somebody else wanted to pay for the video. I'd be cool with that. But at what cost? You know what I mean? And I think that's where, you know, that's where the creative, I think that's where that crossroads happen where you know, back in the day, that was the only way that you could get made was right. if you, if you sold yourself to yourself. an extent to a label. That's Whereas right. now I think because there is enough momentum mm-hmm. on an independent level mm-hmm. that, you know, we can do our own thing. Like a couple years ago, actually more than a couple in 2011, when I was staying with one of my grandmothers and uh, was kind of, you know, in a hard time. And as they say, like when your back's against the wall, you can't do nothing but go forward because right. you're back, you know, you yep. can't do anything at that point. And sometimes it's nothing but up, right. nothing but up. And sometimes that's when your most creative ideas come from because you're like, I ain't got shit to lose. So that's let me right. just try this. So what I did is I started producing, I only did two, but I started producing these artist showcases mm-hmm. and I found venues in LA and I, this was before oh. Instagram was real hot. Okay. I found artists through friends, families, Facebook. And I booked two different showcases and I had eight artists apiece and they came and they each did a little set. I had singers, songwriters, dancers, rappers. And that was like, and I stopped doing it because I got a nine to five. Right. So I was thinking about that last night. It was like, I think it's time to start doing that again. And even just in the conversation, I'm looking around the room. I'm like, that's one, two, three, four, five artists right here that I know. And I think that creating spaces like that where we can build our own stages, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and we can do our own open mics and our own festivals and make it so that it's profitable so Mm -hmm. that when Aaron needs studio time and, you know, uh, Alpha has a studio and Loren is a guitarist and Seth is a rapper, like, why can't yeah. we just collaborate and do this stuff together? Oh, because there's no reason why we can't. There's no reason why we can't. Exactly. Exactly. No so, so I feel like, I feel like something's brewing. I want to know it for you, like what does success mean to you and how will you know when you've reached it? Okay. Good question. Okay. This feeling of joy mm. that I would feel fulfilled because right now, I have joy. I have a lot of joy uh, right now already. Mm -hmm. 
it wouldn't I wouldn't have this feeling of I'm 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 going I'm got, I've got to get there I've got to get there mm-hmm. I feel like the feeling of success would be that I have arrived it would be it would be a joyous feeling so mm-hmm. just less of the the struggle and mm-hmm. the I'm gonna get and I'm gonna get and I'm gonna get and more of the the feeling of I'm here. So I don't know what's going to give me that. I don't know if when I release this project that's been 17 years in the making. Hey, I mean, you know, bottles of wine that are 17 years old are supposed Mm -hmm. to be pretty fantastic. So it sounds Uh like it's just been fermenting. (laughs) No, no, I believe it. That's that's exactly the case. I think that you know, that feeling may come when I finally do release the project, you know, that's what I'm in search for. I I used to be in search of money, but I'm not anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I spoke about wanting to be financially okay, but that's it. I don't want to be rich anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, if money comes, that's going to be nice, but that's no longer my goal. I, I'm seeking the feeling of joy and I'm seeking the feeling of freedom. Mm. I think that, or I believe I should say that once you reach that, that point or that, you know, cause I think success is more of a journey. Like I think we reach different plateaus where we're like, okay, cool. Now I'm financially comfortable. Okay. Mm. Now I can maybe take care of my parents. Okay. Now I can travel. Now I can do this. I can do that. And as we, you know, as we grow, as we become more and more successful, as we expand, the money just comes. Like that's what I know for sure is that when we stop focusing on the dollar and focus on just creating and focus on being committed to our craft and focus on, like you said, mastering our craft, that it naturally comes because it's a, it's a mindset thing, you know? And I think that you're right, that it's, there's a a time in our lives where we're like, damn, if I could just get this money, I'd be so good. But then the truth is that we had money. Mm -hmm. We had regular ass jobs and it paid us money, but we might not have been it wasn't right. We weren't fulfilled. I like how you said that we weren't fulfilled. And I think it's, it's important that as creatives that we recognize that we don't have to sacrifice one for the other, you know, and we can be both financially free Mm -hmm. and creatively free. We actually can do both of those things. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, spending time with ourselves to figure out what that looks like. And you said something earlier about, Mm -hmm. um, one of your greatest challenges being like, hard on yourself or like your own worst critic. And I think that we all do that, you know, and I think that really comes from a place of, of fear, you know, of what is it going to look like on the other side? And I was listening to, um, listening to a podcast the other day and I don't remember the person who said it, but they, cause I don't go with quotes. I just be remembering things. Um, (laughs) like, I don't know who you are, but it was good. It was good. But, um, (laughs) But they were basically talking about how sometimes as creatives, we actually are afraid, so to speak, of reaching a certain level of success because we don't want to lose our creativity, mm. you know? Mm. And I think it's because there, there is still that business, that industry element mm-hmm. that in a lot of ways taints 
the creative element of art that says, well, in order to get on XYZ status, you know, you're going to have to do this, 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 and you have to mm-hmm. change your music, you have to change your style and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And so subconsciously we're like, well, I don't want to have to change. Right. I want to be myself. So we don't let ourselves get there. So we mm. don't push ourselves out of the Absolutely. comfort zone. So it happens on a subconscious level. And that's it why does. I think it's important for us to know that we can be creatively free and financially free, that we do not have to sacrifice one for the other so uh, that we can have that freedom. That's like, mom, dad, y'all cool. Y'all have to work no good. more. Grandma, we yeah. good. We good. We, we good. good. Don't worry about it. And right. I still get to be true to my art and I exactly. still get to make mystical music. And I don't have <laughs> to be mystical, creative and joyful songs. <laughs> and I can do all of that and that's we right. can still be okay. You know, that's what I mean? right. We can still be okay. And you know, that's, that's all my goal is now. Like I said, I just, it, it used to be a material thing. Cause I'm, you know, shit, my nickname was add to cart. So it was, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's all bad, but you know, I, I just feel changed. You know, I mean, God has changed me and, you know, he's humbled me to the point where, you know, if I would have got it 17 years ago or when I started, uh, when things were booming, I mean, I say this and I, and I believe this, but I, I really, it really wouldn't mean what it would mean to me now, you know? So, um, it's just a, it's just a matter of patience. That's another thing with this, with all of this, like, you know, it, it's not going to happen when we want it to happen because mm-hmm. we are we are dealing with a with God and He mm-hmm. has a different timeline for all of these things in our lives. Uh, but He absolutely wants to give us everything that we desire, mm-hmm. especially the things that we've opened our mouth and asked for. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just a matter of of faith. Actually, you know, mm-hmm. I found in all my years of pursuing this dream of mine, mm-hmm. it's still it's still as strong as it was the very first day because I have the faith. Like, I, I don't care if it takes me another 17 years, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, it's when it's going to happen, it's going to happen and it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a game changer. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I know that in the heart of my heart. Mm-hmm. So for me. Yes, time is precious and it is it is of the essence, but we're not operating on our own time. Mm-hmm. So for that, I have patience because I know that it's coming. And when it comes, it's going to exceed my expectations and it's going to exceed everyone else's expectations, too. So all I have to do is do my due diligence and continue to just hone my craft right. every chance I get. Every time I think about it, do something that's going to take me just a little bit closer. And, you know, I just really feel like the success comes after all these small little victories. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I just did some backgrounds on a Jennifer Hudson song Mm -hmm. and um, it's called I'll Fight. And it was wonderful. You know, last minute call, you know how the music industry is. Hey, mm-hmm. can you come tonight? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I get there. Um, and, you know, you wouldn't think I would be so excited because it's just background, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not the singer. I'm not the superstar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, that small victory is huge in my, yeah. in my timeline. It's huge for me because guess what? It shows you that I'm good at what I do. 
Right. It shows people that, hey, damn it, she's good enough. She's backing them up. So mm-hmm. she's good enough to be in the front. It's my own, you know, 15 feet from stardom story. And I'm cool with that. Yes. Honestly, whatever God wants to do, it's a blessing. It's a light. It's a star that I get to add to my crown. And I'm happy about it. I'm telling people to go out. The movie is called RBG. It's about the Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, wow. And the song is the movie's uh, top line song. So, yeah. So I'm going, you know, it's a great movie. Everyone Mm -hmm. should go see it. But I'm excited because guess what? I'm working and I'm happy and and it's a blessing. And so what? I'm not lead artist. So friggin' what, man? I I back Jennifer Hudson up. I backed her up good too, Jay. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I, I know you did. I lifted her up, girl. I got you, girl. I got, I got you, you, girl. I, hope, <laughs> I mean, hey, we all need a backup. Shoot, I need we a backup all do. every once in a while to lift I me up. I need so one myself. Trust. You know? And I love that. And, you know, you said something really powerful, which is, you know, to it puts another another star in your crown because the reality is like, you know, I think of a crown and a tiara is, is made up of many different teeny tiny stones. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody wearing a tiara with just one big ass stone on it. I don't know that that would even be fashionable, but you know what I mean? Or if you could even hold it up. So it's like, when you think of, you know, success or you think of what it looks like to make it, so to speak, and whatever your your field is or whatever your talent or your, your art is, it's a bunch of little micro wins, you know, and we have to celebrate those milestones. That's why they call them milestones. It's like a stone each mile. It's a celebration each mile. It's a celebration each step. That's That's what makes up the bigger picture because if we're, it's, it's good to have the big goal. That's what we have to have, like the ultimate, well, this is how I know when I get there, then I've, I've done then something I'm, really big. Right. Now I'm not finished by any means, but I know no. that I've done something really big. But to celebrate everything along the way is powerful because the truth yeah. is, I ain't never sung back up for anybody. Do you know what I'm saying? I sing in the back, 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 back of the room. But you know what I'm saying? But you, you were singing so low, so I was singing low, that so no low, one so could low, hear low that no one so low that nobody could hear me, girl. Because we all have our gifts. We all have our special gifts. You know That's what I mean? Right. But I think it's important to celebrate that because the truth is that um you said something earlier mm-hmm. about you know, our timing versus, you know, God's timing. And I know that there's a phrase that I've heard a lot my whole life, which is, you know, God is only going to give you what you can handle. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times when I would hear that, it was typically in like, God, you know, you won't, you you only going to struggle so much. It's going to be okay. Like I won't give you more than you can handle, meaning from a struggle standpoint. But then I started to to look at that a little bit deeper and recognize that it also means God is only going to give you what you can contain, what you can handle, meaning not more in a good way even Uh than what you can handle. So when we look back and say, well, damn, if I had gotten XYZ fame or fortune or whatever when I was 17, 18 years old, Uh would it mean what it means to me now in my 30s? And would I be able to handle it? When right. I was 17 or 18 years old and probably right. not, which is why right. it didn't show up then. So when exactly. you, you know what I mean? So when you think about mm-hmm. these, these micro wins and these milestones, it's like, 
where mm-hmm. I am right now, I can handle singing backup for Jennifer Hudson. Yes, I Absolutely. can. I surely Absolutely. can. And Absolutely. I may not have been able to handle that 15 years ago, but I can handle it today. And exactly. I can handle being a solo artist. I can handle, Absolutely. you know, releasing an LP. I can handle being Absolutely. on stages. I can handle that. And, and the more because that you recognize what you can handle, that's when it starts to show up. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, with age came wisdom. Yes. And um, and back then it would be like, I ain't singing no Jennifer Hudson background. No, I'm, I'm the star. Yep. You know, where, whereas now... I left that session and the very next night I was in the studio recording for my own self. Yes. Because that's where I'm at with it today. It's 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 not about Jay Hud and and, right. and really it's not about me right. anymore. So right. what it is about is me doing what I love on a daily basis. Yes. Me doing what I love and not going too long without putting some time in on my on my craft and what the gifts I've been blessed with. So I love it. You know, that's all that I'm aiming out to do. Um, If success comes from what I'm doing, (laughs) wonderful. If checks come from what I'm doing, absolutely amazing. Uh, But but that is no longer my focus. All I want to do and all I want to have is whatever God feels that I can handle. I love it. So you're absolutely right about that. You know, but I'm in a place where, you know, I, I just got here with that. So mm-hmm. that's been a long, long journey, you know, right, right. Uh, to, to even say that because right. for a long time, I didn't even do my music because of frustrations about money and not being paid and, you know, doing backgrounds and, you know, not being them putting my name on it or you know just Uh it's 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 so much stuff that goes on with the the grimy people (laughs) uh in the business but you know thank god it just didn't take me out for long yeah you know because you that's that's when you can lose yourself and I'm just grateful that Lord God said, hey, you know what? Just do you because yeah. I'm going to make sure you're OK and I'm going to I'm going to just give you whatever you want, which is to do what I want to do. So I love that's it. Where I'm at. I love it. I love it. Well, I have one last question for you before okay. we wrap up. If you could sit down with your 20 year old self, mm. what would you say? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Give me a second. Take your time. Take your time. I would say to myself, watch people around you. Mm. Your intentions are pure, but theirs aren't always as pure as yours. Speak up for yourself. You know what you bring to to this world and to this industry. So, Don't be afraid, Aaron, to speak up for yourself and your worth because you deserve it. And you're the one who's going to put the work in. You're the one who's going to spend the long hours. So Mm. speak up for yourself from the very first meeting. And that's how I would move forward. Mm. I like that. That's what I would say to me. That's good. That's good. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. Well, we are 
going to wrap this up, but before we go, I want to give you the chance to share with people um, anywhere that they can find your music, where they can okay. listen to you, um, and you know okay. your, how to get in touch with you. Okay. So um, I am in the process of getting my album together, and I will release that on SoundCloud, but I don't have it yet. But you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at air, and that's A-E-R dot I-N dot H-E-A-D. So that's air dot N dot head on Instagram. Um, in addition to that, go see RBG, the movie. The movie I'm uh, singing background for Jennifer Hudson's song, I'll Fight. Um, check out Life Jennings' song, as old as it is. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's called Hypothetically, featuring Aaron. Um, my goodness, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to give people my new music. So I'll have to come on again with you, Keyshawn, when the album is done, because I, I can't wait to share it. And I'm, I'm really close. I'm not going to put out many songs. I'm just trying to give people four good, amazing, mind-blowing jams, and it's going to be on and it's cracking. <laughs> love it. That's, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much <laughs> for your you. time and for oh, your words and for your inspiration, and I will definitely have you back on. And in the meantime, I'm going to make yes. sure that I connect you with this um this growing collective yes. of independent artists called Creatives First. And okay. um and we got something brewing as well. I'm Ooh. I'm putting together something gonna be cracking before the end of this year. So Ooh, a space for y'all this. to showcase your talent and and and, oh, and make some shit happen. So yeah. Wonderful. Right. Wonderful. Right. Anytime cuz okay. thank you for having me on. I Absolutely. love it. I love you. What you're doing too? I will. I will. I'm just. (laughs) I'm just. Just moving and grooving. Moving and grooving. So no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. All right, cuz I love you. We'll talk soon. Okay, love you too. Talk soon. Okay, bye bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you, cuz. Oh my goodness, that was such a dope conversation. I appreciate your candid expression. I appreciate your honesty, your authenticity. Thank you for sharing with the listeners just a little bit of what your journey as an artist has been. I know that by you opening up and sharing your story with others, it is going to serve as a source of inspiration, a source of motivation, and a source of hope for those who are out there really at the beginning stages of their journey as an artist. You have had the privilege of working with some of the biggest names in the industry back in the day and present day, and I know that nothing but good is coming in your direction, and I'm just grateful to be a compassionate witness to be able to say, I know her that's my cousin and she is dope so i appreciate everyone for listening if you have not already please click on the links that are in the episode notes you can listen to more of erin on soundcloud you can also listen to some of her older tracks on spotify and stay tuned for what's coming next because i know whatever it is is going to be amazing so don't miss out peace y'all
to wrap this up and I just want to say very sincerely thank you you have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day and I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them right now in this moment I see the light I see the love the wisdom the beauty the prosperity the creativity and the pure joy that shines within each of you and I bow humbly before your divinity namaste